hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster Overtime, the not-so-weekly anymore uh, USFL predicting podcast. Yeah, uh, sorry about not uploading for a really long time. Um, I recently got back from Atlanta, and uh, I've had some stuff going on, but now I can do this episode. Um this is the championship review for the 2023 USFL championship. Also, a sort of season review, season reflection. And this is the last 2023 penalty on the podcaster overtime episode. This is my last regularly scheduled episode for season one of the whole penalty on the podcaster collection. I will do the I Just Want to Talk episodes, which are the uh, just talking about things, NFL things I'm interested in. and But this is the last regularly scheduled one. And uh, season two, the first episode of season two will be the first episode predicting the NFL's opening week. So, in two months, I just can't wait. I am football-deprived. And also, while in Atlanta, I went to the College Football Hall of Fame. It's great. If you are in Atlanta or, like, Cobb County, definitely go there. It's incredible. I really recommend it. I had a great time. Anyway, let's get into it. So... The Stallions absolutely beat the Maulers 28-12. I was a field goal away from predicting the Stallions' score, so I forgot what I predicted for the Maulers' score, but I definitely predicted this outcome. The Stallions were just such a good team. 8-2 versus 4-6. and six. It's just not fair. Stallions, my favorite team, go for a repeat. By the way, they're my favorite team because last season, the USFL's first season... Uh, the Stallions were the only NFL, were the only USFL team in a market that's not host an NFL team. Some might say New Jersey Generals, but MetLife Stadium is in New Jersey, so that doesn't really count. Also, some of my family, a lot of my family lives in Atlanta, which is in the Southeast General Region. Uh, that's why I was in Atlanta, by the way. So... Uh, yeah, go Stallions, and I was a fan of them before they won the first championship, and I'm extremely happy now, and the Stallions just did so well, and Dion Kane won MVP, it was kind of a toss-up between Kane and McGoo, McGoo had uh, a 72% completion percentage, 18 of 25, 243 yards, 9.7 yard average, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and a blazing 142.2 passer rating. He did, however, lose a fumble, which I think is what made him lose the MVP. Also, he only completed one touchdown. To a guy not named Dion Kane. Davion Davis did get a touchdown on a really good play, long play by McGoo. But McGoo just tore it up. But I think Dion Kane was the deserving MVP. Four receptions, 70 yards, 
17.5 average, long of 47 targets, and three touchdowns. One of them was just insane, where he was completely interfered with. And the entire team just did really well. Alex McGoo had nine rushes for 64 yards. C.J. Maribel had eight rushes for 48 yards. And Ricky Person Jr. had six rushes for 38 yards. No rushing touchdowns. But Alex McGoo just did incredible, especially in comparison to Troy Williams, who was... 24 of 37, 64.9%, 143 yards, average of 3.9, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 72.2 quarterback rating. And also, he did lose a fumble. He, there, he, and that, and that's what ended the game. He fumbled before, but it was recovered. And by the, uh, that by the Maulers, but there was when Alex McGoo lost his fumble, it was returned down the sideline for a touchdown. Hold on, but 12 points doesn't look like they scored a touchdown, does it? And they didn't. Chris Blewett actually did not live up to his name, he only blew it once, and it was a pretty long field goal. They this is embarrassing secondhand embarrassment here because i think they're the first guys ever to like actually commit that penalty illegal forward handoff yeah that's a thing so you're not allowed to hand the ball off forward more than once or when past the line of scrimmage or when returning a fumble interception kick or punt and that's just insane that they did that if he had handed it off back or pitched it back that would have been a touchdown but instead he hands it off forward and they don't score and I think they might have gotten three on that play but that was just sad I think they're the first and only people in it in the history of all of American football that by the way this is an exaggeration to ever commit that penalty and, like, really got rid of a great touchdown there that could have shifted momentum to the Maulers and had them win. But, alas, no. <laughs> that is not what happened. And that's just really bad. But the, the Stallions were firing on all cylinders, and they dominated this game. Through and through, except for the kind of scary Magoo fumble. The Stallions were just on top of everything, really. They just did not let up on defense. They did not. They rarely had an offensive mistake. And that was just a through-and-through domination of the Maulers there. And, you know, it's interesting because what I think needs to happen is that the USFL and XFL need to expand fast to increase the competition level because 
it's really annoying to me that a four and six team that's worse than the worst team in the other division could make the playoffs. Cause like I think the gamblers or uh I forget their name, the showboats were at the bottom of the South Division with five and five records and yet and they didn't make the playoffs and yet a four and six team makes the playoffs. And that's just really like that can't be happening. And like a four and six team beat a nine and one team in the for the XFL championship, which just cannot be happening. They gotta expand fast to introduce more competition. So only actually good teams make the playoffs. Because the Maulers, yeah, they won the the North Division championship from the Panthers. Kind of unexpected for me. But then they get thoroughly dominated by a South Division team in the championship. Championships, I think, should be closer than that, right? And, but it's also funny to me that the two teams from the North Division that made the playoffs last year did not make the playoffs this year. It's just interesting. You know, it was a really good season. The officiating was pretty much on point, and the Sky Judge was just so valuable, as well as the automatic spot, the chip in the ball. The NFL needs to get that into their league because, you know, there was a face mask call in the South North Division Championship game that would have gotten rid of a touchdown, but it was overcalled because of official review and the sky judge and also so many decisions on, like, third and fourth down were made by very quickly and easily with... No controversy by the automatic spot. Now, it's just really interesting, but yeah, the Maulers aren't good, and the Stallions won their second championship. I'm really happy for them. Of course, they're my favorite team, but that's pretty much it, just reviewing one game. And stay tuned because there are um penalty on the podcaster i just want to talk episodes coming out and they're going to be incredible i have one that's ranking the top five set of players for every nfl team so like for the chiefs for example it would be like patrick mahomes travis kelsey isaiah pacheco um and uh chris uh i think chris johnson Chris Jones, I keep forgetting his name, but yeah, Chris Jones and I think Legereus Need, but I still need to work a bit on that episode. No, not Legereus Need, Creed Humphrey, Creed Humphrey. But I do need to work on that episode a bit, but that's something coming out and I'll be ranking every team. I will also do my predicted floor and ceiling for every NFL team and then where they end up and what their actual record is. So 
For example, spoilers for the Rams, I think their floor is 6-11. and 11. I think their ceiling is 10-7. and 7. I think they will go 9-8, and 8, scrape the 7th seed, and then absolutely get their butts kicked in the wild card round. So that episode's going to be coming out, and I'll be going... And the order for that will be just by the standings, so... Uh, starting with the NFC, so like Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, and so on and so forth. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Penalty on the Podcaster over time. Uh, and I forgot to say that uh, this podcast is not currently sponsored if you'd like to Sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason. My email is in the description. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The links to all those will be in the description. Uh, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of Penalty on the Podcaster Overtime. You'll hear more of me next episode.